What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Tune to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I am Dale Lally here with Matt Williams from breaking down the Steelers' uh, 24-20 loss on Sunday to the New York Jets. And uh, Matt, uh, one thing that I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of, Najee Harris got 18 touches in the game, Mm -hmm. but all rushing. Yeah, not right. one single target in this game, which I thought was strange. I thought that was strange. You know, we we ended last segment saying he only had two rushes in the fourth quarter. That's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which I hadn't thought about it. I didn't know it was only two, but I thought at the time, wow, this is what are they doing? Um, he's a really good receiver. Yeah. And and we not just last year dump it to him, but the line of scrimmage type stuff. I mean, run some routes with the guy. Get them, you know, we, we talked about the middle of the field for the Jets going into the game. Their linebackers are nothing to write home about. You get him matched up on them. I, I don't understand that. And the other either. thing, the other thing the Jets were doing, which I thought was interesting, like there were a couple times they split Harris out wide, mm-hmm. and he had Sauce Gardner on him. Yeah, right, right. That's okay, that's a win. If that's what they're going to do, then you know you, you can zone. you can dictate your matchups. Right, right, right. Then somebody that sauces and on somebody else. Right, and you know it's zone. You know because yeah. they would never match those guys up. I mean that's why they do that with the put a fullback out wide. Why would you do that? Well, if there's a corner over him, it's zone. You just yeah, and you <laughs> just wasted that guy in coverage. Exactly. Like, All right, exactly, we're gonna make right. him cover the fullback. I'll take my worst guy for your best guy every time. Of the, every it's day like of the playing week. chess. Right. You know, right. I'll tell you, you want to trade your pawn for a queen? Okay. Deal. You know, all day long. One thing, though, that I I can't be real critical of this team because I feel like every Monday we've had this conversation. Week one, why isn't Pickens getting more yeah. targets? Yeah. Week two, Pickens isn't getting enough targets. <laughs> like last year, you, on Monday, I'd be like, why is Ray McLeod out there? Right. You know, like this year, <laughs> this year I, I, I don't think there's somebody out there that's undeserving. No, I hear you. You know what I mean? They've it's just definitely hard to feed them all. They've pared down the targets right. from that opener. Miles Boykin and Gunnar Olszewski are out there on occasion. Here and there. But you're not throwing on the football regularly. Gentry might get a target again. Yeah. You know. But you're not just, you know, every once in a while you do have to throw those guys the football to at least show it. Sure, because they can catch. And you might catch somebody off of, right. you know, somebody might be wide open. But or they're they get, not featuring them. No, you don't want right. them getting four or five targets in a game. Right. So I think it's a problem when you have five very hungry mouse the feed it's going to, one every week there's going to be someone like we could say the same thing why Deontay Johnson not have his usual targets yeah well cuz the other guys were good you know Fryermuth demanded them Pickens demanded them you know and you only threw the ball 26 times uh, in this that's game what I mean the pies is not that big cuz you were running the ball effectively they mm-hmm. ran the ball 31 times and threw it 26 yeah i mean if, I, i'm sure if you looked at the teams 
targets to date, you wouldn't look at it and be like, man, why is this guy getting so much action? You know, because they're all pretty good. Well, I've got those right here in front of me. Yeah, yeah. And Johnson has 37. Faramuth has 30. Claypool has 20. Pickens has 20. Najee Harris has 11. Jalen Warren, four. Zach Gentry, three. Miles Boykin, one. Okay. I mean... But they're still that doing. That doesn't you know. sound terrible to me. Yeah, but that's that's what you want. Um, You'd like all of them to go up ten percent because they played more plays. You'd like that, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you're right, Harris is a weapon that they didn't use yesterday. In the yeah, game. when he There's get no you know when he's not you know they had six guys who got targets in that game. Mm-hmm. Which again, they're condensing it down. I mean, Roethlisberger used to do stuff like that, but everybody would get mm-hmm. some. Oh sure, you know sure. And, I have no problem. Keeping the targets to those top five, like you mentioned, I don't either. But in, yeah. in sprinkle in, you know, an, a Gentry. Gentry had a catch yesterday. Jalen mm-hmm. Warren had a catch yesterday. Yeah, um, that's fine. Warren played less than usual yesterday. Too. Yeah, I mean Harris was out there more than more than he had been because he was being effective. And I mean, it was working right. Yeah, right. I mean, so again, seventy-four yards on eighteen carries is four point one a carry, mm-hmm. and I don't think there were. I can't remember any tackles for a loss. No, I don't remember any big negatives. You know, right. when I they had the a team's coming around. Yeah. I mean, they had 119 yards on 31 carries. They're not bad. And, and conversely, they stopped the run overall pretty well. It was, yeah. It was 29 carries for 98 yards. Not bad. Right. You'll take that. Take it was 3.4 a carry. Okay. Yeah. You know, I thought Hall looked good. Carter's a good player. Their line has issues, of course. But no, I mean, I'm sure you answered this question 8,000 times. From those ten days after Brown's game to this one, why is the run defense so awful? And it's like, well, because they just—I mean, the they Browns just played the number everyone. one running running team in the league. That, <laughs> right. that might have something to do with Super it. Super short week, and you know, I mean, like, I don't know that the run defense is awful. I don't think it is. I think I think it's play. more middle of the pack. Yeah, it's you know, I think than it's last year. Yeah, I think it's better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not a shutdown run defense, but there were times where they. They did fine stopping the run. They had, you yeah. know, what, what you look for, what they look for in those situations, which is tackles for a loss, and they had mm-hmm. five of those in the game. Did they? Yeah. So, I mean, if you can do that on a regular basis, mm-hmm. get five tackles for a loss, I'm no mathematician, but that's 95 tackles for a loss, or, yeah, 85 over the course of a season. Yeah, 85. You're right. And, and, you know, that's in line with what you've done the mm-hmm. last couple of years, and when you get T.J. Watt back, that will go up. And it, it, what correlates to that with me, with me is – and maybe I should look into this, uh, what the ratios are across the league. Tackles for loss without giving up explosives. You know, like if they're – in today's NFL, the way defenses play with so much zone, so much too high, they'll give you four. You know, I mean, they'll yeah. give you three. They'll give you five. Can't give you the 10-plus. The and especially if you can put them going backwards, you know, that it weighs, weighs it out pretty well. I don't think the run defense is awful. I think they had five bad quarters of run defense – Four of them against the best running team in the league. Yeah, you know, and um, the other one was against a team that does know how to run the football pretty well. And they were really high in snap counts at that point too. Yeah, you know, so so I'm I think, not excusing it. But I, I, I think, think there are some problem. positives here. You know, the the run defense is now allowing four yards a carry. I would take that at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. I mean, if you said they finished, that's the season down a full four, yard from where they were last yard, year, right? And it's I mean, because of the explosives. Yeah, there, that's right. pretty good. They're they're getting guys on the ground. They're not giving up those explosives. They're long the long run against them. What well, doesn't say here, uh, but I mean they haven't given up those. You know they gave up mm-hmm. a couple against Chubb. He's yeah. going to do that. Oh yeah, and he you know, that's that's what he does. Yesterday and right. Yeah, right. Uh, but you know, I mean, like the Bucks were the best run defense out there. Casey ran all over them. All, all over them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You know, a lot I mean, of times, uh, some of that's from reputation. 
Like teams, mm-hmm. you saw that a lot against the early, you know, Steelers of the early 2000s. Teams just quit trying to run the game balls. Right, right. Um, you know, and, and then you just come out and throw, throw, throw. Uh, but overall, the run defense is not the issue here now. No, no, they're not losing games because of the run defense. I mean, I think they're losing the games for what does coach call it? Money downs or situational downs. There, there's some of that that is not quite clicking. Yeah. I mean, like their their third down defensive percentage wasn't bad, but the ones they let up were, you know, like well, backbreakers. They were six of fifteen in the game mm-hmm. overall on third downs, stopping third downs, stopping on defense, right? But the Jets were three for four in the fourth quarter, and the one that they didn't right. get, they converted a fourth down. Yeah, on the fourth, right? So, so they, you you were able to stay on the field in those situations. Mm-hmm. Get a stop. Get a stop. I, I mean, I, I like the word clutch or you know a, a big game player for quarterbacks. This defense needs to show some more of that, but how do you make that happen? I, I, I don't know. I think this is more situational than they're not mentally tough or they're not in shape or something along those lines, especially in this game because they didn't get bullied. No, no. I, I thought for the most part they were the better overall team. They just lost the game they lost the because game. they turned the football over four times. I said yeah. that to Bob Labrioli yesterday as we were get, as when I came back up to the press box. I, I you know After being downstairs, I said, well, now Steeler fans know what Bengals fans felt like in week one. You turned the football <laughs> right, over four right, right. times, and you still had a chance to win the football game. You still were in it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, you're never going to overcome those. And, again, I don't care about the, the Hail Marys. I mean, the odds the things, odds but. are compl- – I mean, the times that a team win, loses the turnover battle 4-1. to one, You never win. You don't win those games. It's like a 95% success yeah. rate, I bet. I mean, I, I bet it's over 90. You know, right. So – that that's gotta that's gotta change. Um, how much do you think that's crossing? I mean, I'm asking you to answer the unanswerable, but how much do you think that's on Tomlin's cranium right now? Like, if I play Mitch, we probably will have fewer turnovers. He may not attempt some passes that Kenny would. You right. know, he might not have thrown the Claypool one-on-one throw. But who's the better quarterback right now? I got to beat Buffalo. You know, I mean, yeah. is that well? That's the bottom line with every every decision that he he makes. Right? How do I win this particular right. football not, game? What's better for two thousand twenty four? He's not thinking like that. No, I, mean, no. I, I think ownership doesn't want to think like that, and he's not going to think like that. Um, so, I mean, if it is Trubisky, which again, I would be surprised, and I would go with Pickett. I would assume that's the logic: is we can't lose turnover battles, and he probably won't. You know. We talked about the DVOA stuff last week, where the Steelers were at. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're still 21st in overall DVOA, even though they're one and three. Really? Um, there's some the Giants at three and one are behind them. The Rams going into tonight's game at two and one are behind them. The Jets are behind them. Chicago's behind them at two and two. The Arizona's behind them at two and two. Um, you know, so it's not. What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. It's funny because I forget who asked me. It might even be my son. You know, we were like, so, Dad, how bad do you think this team is? You know, are they one of the worst teams in the league? I'm like, they're, they could lose to anybody. I mean, they're not playing well. They should not be happy with where they're at. But I rattled off 10 teams in no time. 
that I wouldn't trade with. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The Rams weren't one of them. I mean, right. You, you said they're behind them in DVOA. But, I mean, it, I, it's not hard when you start scanning the league. Teams like the Saints that you think are better than they are, you know I mean? like They're behind the Steelers in DVOA. Are they? Yeah. And, and if you look Colts at it. The Titans, you know I mean? Teams that people think are good. The offensive DVOA went down this week to 24th. That's what happens when you turn the football mm-hmm. over four times. The defensive DVOA, which was 12th last week, actually went up. It's really? now 10th. I guess that doesn't shock me. They they forced a couple of turnovers. Yeah. They didn't get they didn't get gouged in this game. No, no. They gave up three drives. Three drives, right? Which most defenses do most games. They're untimely. Yeah. I mean, I can't say that word enough for the defense. Untimely, you know, or you know, not again, not complimentary right. stuff that you know when right. the offense is not scored, offense turns the football over. You can't let that turn into a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, I, just, I didn't realize this till last week. The Steelers' starting average field position on defense is the worst in the league, and I couldn't have got better in this game. No, <laughs> you know you turn the ball over that much. I mean, you're in a, you put yourself in a bind a lot. So um, that, that it's not making excuses for them, but they've started closest to their goal line of any defense in the league. Yeah, so um, you know, I, I think you know when you when you look at this, it's not it's not the end of the world here I, I don't know no. I don't think the sky is falling somebody asked me today what's the worst season that you've covered now mind you I've covered this team since 1993 right there's been some bad ones right this is not it no I covered the 98 Steelers covered the 99 Steelers when they went seven and nine and six and ten in back-to-back years you have to refresh me on them but again the two words I've been using around this team are disappointment and excitement you know, like I think there's a lot here to be excited about, big picture, even as, as soon as this upcoming week, or certainly after the bye. But like, I bet those teams didn't have a lot of excitement around them or optimism. No, there were guys, <laughs> you know? there were borderline NFL players, yeah, in yeah. key spots on those teams. Mm-hmm. You know, Courtney Hawkins was catching 14 balls wow. a game, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what I see here. No, uh, you know, I, I think. You know, this team, it, it, better days are ahead for this team. Um, you know, it just you just have to ride this out and get your, you know, get things settled down a little bit. Again, all offseason long, all we heard, how long is it going to take this offense to come together? Right. Well, the defense is going to have to carry it while the offense is figuring things out. And the, the offense is figuring things out. The offense is figuring things out. Yeah. Unfortunately for the defense, T.J. Watt got hurt. Right, right, right. He right. took the best player, one of the best players in the league, off of your okay. defensive unit, and that's going to matter. If it didn't matter, you wouldn't pay T.J. Watt $25 million a year. Right, 100%. I mean, and that's exactly what's happened, you know, through one month of play. We have to lean on this side of the ball to be great. I think Tomlin has said dominant. But we just took your right hand off. You know? Right. Now try here. We're going to take your best player away. Now try to be dominant. Right. You but, know. but Jordan's not going to play. Right. <laughs> like, well, you know, <laughs> which brings me to something, and I should know this, but when's the earliest they can get TJ and KZ back? I know they're different levels of players, but it'd be nice to get some reinforcements on that side. Of the TJ ball. can come back after this Buffalo game. Okay, I thought he was one more. He's eligible to come off. KZ is eligible to come off after the Tampa Bay game. Okay. So... They could use both. Yeah. I mean, they definitely be helpful. Yeah. Okay. You know, so I, I don't think it's a situation where I look at this and say, well, they, they can't possibly, uh, you know, write, the wrong, write this mm-hmm. here. Again, I saw them start two and six in 2013. Yeah, two and yeah. six. Two and six. All right. I and finish have, eight and eight. I'm not writing off these next four games, as we just mentioned on the last segment, but I do think the final eight games 
could really spread a lot of optimism in Steeler Nation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Learn some, take some lumps these next couple of weeks, learn, get your quarterback understanding what it's like to be in NFL stadiums, as Tomlin likes to say, compete with good teams, maybe a squeak out a win or two that you shouldn't, go to the bye, lick your wounds a little bit, and find your identity. You know, and I think that's the goal, and I think it's very possible. Yeah, I mean, the next you got Buffalo, Tampa Bay at home. Then you're at Miami, at Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo and Philadelphia look like very, very steep challenges. Yeah. And they never, they never win in Philadelphia. No, right, ever. I think ever. those two teams might play in the Super Bowl. Um, but Tampa Bay at home, and Miami on the road. Mm-hmm. We'll see what's happening with Tua. Uh, you know, that's just three weeks from now. Yeah, um, and he—they're saying now he's out indefinitely. We don't know what that's going to look and like. What that is? Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay's got issues too. They've got issues. I texted you last night. I was watching that game, and Brady took a big hit. Yeah. And they're not talking about it on the on the broadcast. And I'm, I'm like, he's like flexing his arm as he's on the ground after the he fumbled on the play. And Blaine Gabbert's warming up. And Blaine Gabbert's warming up, and they're <laughs> right. not talking about it yeah, on the yeah, like. Yeah. What are they? Do- Why are they? How are they not talking about Tom Brady? Might be hurt here, <laughs> right? And then I'm, I'm watching him on the. They show him on the, sitting on the the sideline, and he's flexing his arms still. And I'm like, he's not right. He's not. And then he's he comes. Right. He comes back out, and he's throwing balls into the ground. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah. Know. and with all respect to the goat, I hate that term, but I do too. <laughs> I mean, he's bound to take a step back, and maybe it's this year. Maybe they get it right versus Steelers, but their offense is pretty broken. They ran the ball six times last night. Six. And for three yards. <laughs> <laughs> for three yards. Uh, he threw it over and over and over, and they were losing, but yeah. you know, they're they're struggling on that side of the ball. But that after your bye week in week nine, mm-hmm. New Orleans, that, yeah. that looks like a winnable they're game. They're a disaster right now, too. Then you have Cincinnati at home. We already beat them You've once. Seen that, right. Yeah. At Indianapolis, does that look like a daunting game? They're a bad team. They're a bad team. Matt Ryan is shot. Then you're at Atlanta. They're better than the Falcons. I know the Falcons are having a pretty decent year, but they're better than the Falcons. Then you get Baltimore at home. Who knows? Then you're at Carolina. They may not have a coach at that point. Then you have Las Vegas at home on the Immaculate Reception anniversary. Then you go to Baltimore. And I think they're equal teams now. Yeah, you know, to Baltimore, and then you get Cleveland at home, and it's a game that's here. Yeah, I mean, you can rattle off. I say the second half of the season could be a lot of fun. That's when nine starts to look good. One, and, two, three, you know. four, five, six, seven, eight. That's nine games. Can you win seven and nine there? That's what I'm, I, I'm kind of leaning that way. That that's very possible. You know, I mean, maybe even eight. I don't know. I, I mean, this isn't the. I'm, I'm going to phrase this poorly. But I almost feel like these four games coming up are your preseason. You know, like you gotta. Of course, you want to win them. I mean, I understand that. No one would ever admit that. But if you could get through these, if you could survive these four, and maybe steal one or two, and meanwhile your quarterback's getting better and more comfortable, and this Watt fella comes back and things like that, it's like, well, this could be a very dangerous second half team. I think what I'm not saying they're going to Super Bowl, folks. No, you know, right. But I think you you kind of build for what's going to happen next year, right? Uh, and if you happen to get in, you know, work your way back into playoff contention, great, great. Right. You play meaningful games in in January, December, and January. Absolutely, only helps expedite the process a right, little right, bit. Right, right. I mean, I'd rather pick twentieth and twelfth, yeah, and get in the playoffs and get all these young guys pickings and. Or even if you don't get in, but you're still alive going into that last week and right, that game right, right. against Cleveland in, in weeks eight or week eighteen. 
matters. And, and, and so Basically you're, a playoff you're game. playing, yeah, you're playing yeah. A, a playoff type game. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that's, that's a win for this whole season. Yeah. And it looks like Kenny's your quarterback. Because your offense is just so young. And you don't want to be like where the Jets are going, I don't think this is our quarterback. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to find some stuff out uh, about uh, Kenny Pickett. And I also think that, you know, when you when you look at this, um, when you have a rookie quarterback, when you start playing a rookie quarterback, I think it causes you to, you know, focus and try to play a certain way. Yeah. So now you've People gained— around here don't know what that's like. Now anymore, you've gained right? an identity. Mm-hmm. And so— That doesn't mean you have to be flawless. Right. But you—I was just saying this on the radio with Mark, that— the second you draft him, but really the second when you insert him as a starter, the whole organization changes. I mean, the people that mop the floors, that the lunch ladies, the strength and everyone involved, number one goal of the whole organization, top to bottom, is making him work and becoming a, and yeah. making him a success. I'm not saying pat him on the back and you know do his hair and nail you know you know. <laughs> cater to the guy but everything is has to be driven to making him a success and i think that's kind of your point with yeah the way because you're, you're gonna play. you're gonna you're gonna tailor your offense right to his development to his development right. and part of that is running the football more mm-hmm. um you know receivers finding out what he likes yeah maybe it, for ben roethlisberger it was okay we're just gonna we're gonna split the field in half yeah, right. His rookie year. That, that's basically what they did. We're going to split things in the field in half, and he's going. we're going to give him a half-field read mm-hmm. just to make things easier for him. And, and so, again, you become more focused on, more what's, focused, right. yeah, focused on, on what you're going to be offensively. And I think that, that can serve a purpose here. You know, somebody – we were talking – Tim Benz and I on the pregame show were talking about the Browns yesterday, and I said – Here's the thing about the Browns right now. I said, I, I told him, I, I called the, the loss to the Falcons mm. uh, because they were just missing too many defensive pieces. Yeah, yeah. I think when we pick games on Friday, you yeah. Said that, yeah. But they at least know what they want to be because they have to I play. their identity. They have to play a certain way because they don't have their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they know that they have to come in and run the football and run it well to have a chance to win because they can't put it on Jacoby Brissett. You saw what happened again yesterday when they tried. Okay, now we got to let Jacoby try to win the game for us here. Right. Most times he's not going to be capable of doing that. Brissett and Amari Cooper had two nice games back to back, but they're not sustainable. You know, like yeah. if you talk to anyone that's been in the league a long time, and they'll always say this about quarterbacks, like, yeah, they may have a good run. I'm sure pitchers are the same way. You know, like look at Dallas right now. Exactly. You know, yeah. He's he's playing fine. Is that sustainable? No. <laughs> you know, like it's a good little stretch. That's fine. Can he do it for twelve games, or, or in you know in Brown's case, eleven games? Probably not. You know. Yeah. You know. So I mean, I think you gain a little bit of an identity there when you yeah. when you make that switch because everybody has to. The other guys on offense know. Okay, we got to up our game a little bit more. We don't sure. have that veteran quarterback to to rely on. Uh, we got to do you know. Be I mean, a little... Certainly, was more energy and yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you notice it not just the fans because they love Kenny and hate Mitch, but I mean, the, the, you, you saw. Uh, a little more, I don't want to say continuity, but I mean, I, I, I'm sure it was a relief to the players in some regard, or an excitement for them. I'm not describing it the way I want. But well, you're not getting you know, booed every time there's an incompletion. That too, right, which is insane you know, to me. But. They were, you know, they're cheering five-yard c- completions mm-hmm. that if Trubisky throws that, they're going, oh, boo, that's, uh, that's easy. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Kenny did good stuff. I'm really impressed with how he plays. I'm excited about him. 
But by no means am I thinking, oh, he's a slam dunk. You know, yeah. There's Super a lot Bowl. more to go. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Or everything he does is magic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. You can subscribe now to our show. Uh, every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcast. We'll be back with more right after this with the uh, Fantasy Football Focus. We'll do that in just a moment. What does people-forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give-back, make-you-smile campaign that will have you saying, this is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.